<laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. For those of you who don't know, the Comedian's Table, every comedy venue has a table set aside for the comedians to sit around, hang out before, during, and after the show to chill, relax, gossip, catch up, and BS. And that's what this is. Even though I'm no longer doing comedy, I should actually change that because I'm back into comedy. But it, when I wasn't doing comedy, I still loved hanging out with comedians, and that's what this is. Just a bunch of comedians sitting around a table hanging out. Tonight, my guests are... Dakota Ray Hebert. And Dylan Jay. Dylan Jay? You don't yeah. go... No, I don't go with... Oh, uh, it's Dylan Jay Williamson. Okay. <laughs> but I don't say the Williamson because uh, me and my brother are uh, a duo comic duo, and uh, we're the Williamson bros, so just when I'm... On my own, I'm Dylan Jay. What are you guys, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have our baby Francis and Toast. So if you hear some of that, <laughs> yeah, he's a roadie. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're here. We are um, doing our first ever comedy tour. Uh, sorry. Uh, we're doing our first ever comedy tour um, across Western Canada, and um, yeah, it's uh, showcasing my latest 45 minutes um, called Trailer Treasure. And uh, I'm showcasing my uh, 45 minutes of, uh, we call it Trophy Dad, because since we had Frankie, I'm pretty much just a trophy dad. So, (laughs) you know, I'm living the life. (laughs) I've made it. (laughs) Vicariously through my wife. (laughs) And you guys were here last night. I was at the show. It was great. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for coming. And, that venue is awesome. It's art space. Uh, art space, yep. yeah. Like it's such a such a cool spot, and uh, it's like got a great price point, and it's like it's everything that you kind of want in a independent venue. So it's they it's also great. have like a sound system you can rent, and yeah, we, it's uh, really cool. It's got everything. Yeah, we've been hauling our own sound system with us. Uh, just because now that we're parents, we feel like we have to haul everything all the time. <laughs> yeah, if our vehicle's not stuffed to the brims, like, why are we even going? Yeah. <laughs> so. so we have the kitchen sink, and then uh, <laughs> inside that we have our sound system. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love our space. We, we've held many shows there. It's one of my favorite venues in town. Yeah. Um, it, it feels at times that you're right on top of the audience. Yeah. yeah. And that's perfect. Like. It's uh, it's got a stage, but it's only like a foot tall. Which, oh, not even that. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, a little four step. inches, maybe six <laughs> inches. Because there'd be comedy at uh, Nancy O's here, wasn't there? Yep. Yeah, there's Mike there. There's Mike at the the strip club, right? Um, like shows there back in the day. Which strip club, Alibis? I don't know. I, you you we, got we, multiple we, strip we, clubs here. Well, that was the only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. We did a show there once. Yeah. Okay. Alex McKenzie put it yeah. on. Yeah. And everyone got super drunk because we thought booze was free. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the bill came at the end of the night. And, and it's strip club money, too. Strip, strip club, club booze. Yeah. 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 Yikes. That's you got to take rough. out a second mortgage. Yeah, you guys had no money, so you had to just, like, strip for your bill. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, okay, work it off. <laughs> yeah. But it was the first time I was, like, in the round. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you're at a com- regular comedy club, you have the, you know, a backdrop like a yeah. brick wall behind you or something but this was like you don't know where to look you don't know who to <laughs> face but you gotta yeah you gotta do comedy for all of Perv Row 
<laughs> oh yeah, there used to be an open mic right next, to, uh, the restaurant right next door to it. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was called totally like was. First Avenue Tavern or something like that. Yeah, I just remember seeing posts about it and being like bummed out because when I was here, I was doing a play called Dreary and Izzy at Theater Northwest, um, January, February, March, twenty sixteen. Uh, and when I was around the time, I, I don't think like I think maybe there was a an occasional open mic at Nancio's. Um, but when I left, that's when I think it was picking up. And then there was this other mic around the strip club. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> like, I wasn't able to do any comedy oh, while I was here. So, yeah. yeah. Be a nice stepping stone to stripping, you know. Like, <laughs> how'd you get getting, into stripping? Well, I, I was doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting really comfortable up there. <laughs> a few comics uh, took off, removed their shirt that night. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you I feel like would. that's a must. Yeah, definitely they got a little bit of liquid courage in them <laughs> and liquid silliness. Yeah, you yeah. think you have an open bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think that's what you need in order to get an open bar. Yeah, we thought it was an open bar. It was an open pole actually yeah. is what it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone um, could use it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a really fun show and the venue was really sweet. Um, yeah, I love the art space. Like, that's something that we were we need in Saskatoon, I think. Frankie agrees. Yeah. We have nothing like this in Saskatoon. Before I forget, I should plug the show that's coming up this weekend on Saturday, 8 o'clock. It's called Discount Candy. Uh, a bunch of local comedians put on a show. You can find it on Facebook by searching Discount Candy. Uh, I think it's quite cheap, 10 bucks. I'll be there. I got some new stuff I want to work out. So, right on. And uh, how many comics do you usually get out for that kind of show? Or um, it pre-booked? Or it's kind of pre-booked be- because it's run by local comedian Mike McGuire, Virginia O'Dine, and Cody Malbouf, and they're this is their brainchild. Okay. And then on. they, I think they each do like twenty, and it's like shotgun where we just introduce the yeah, and, no and then he does a call like out. Mike. He does a call out for the openers, and we do five. Okay, so, right on. Yeah. So, so will someone do like twenty, and then have a couple openers and another twenty? No, it's and the first five openers do five. Oh, okay, and then right uh, whatever order they they do the twenty in. Oh, right so, yeah. on. How long have they been doing that show for? This is actually the second show. Oh, because awesome. uh, Artspace just recently opened up two shows again. Oh, were they closed so, down for COVID? Still, for COVID, or? and yeah, I'm not quite sure why it continued past covid but um no these are the first ones okay right on the first one was great is it gonna be Um, like a monthly kind of thing or he wants to make it a mike mcguire wants to make it a regular thing so so yeah i guess we'll see uh after this one they'll start getting a schedule going yep oh right on that sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun but art space people always come out to art space and uh mike is very popular and he can get people to come out for anything so yeah, Mike was at her show last night, and he's super nice. And uh, he ran the bar, and <laughs> him and which, Kurt, yeah, yeah, which really helped a lot. Uh, it's <laughs> it's helpful to have a bar uh, at your independent comedy show, <laughs> and it's nice when you don't have to run your own bar, especially yeah. when there's just two of us and a baby. Yeah, do you know what? It's uh, really hard to plan a 
a tour like we were this is our first tour and we really just you know went huge with it right like we couldn't just do like let's do like a week long or something it's like a four week long tour and we go through we did in saskatchewan alberta now we're in bc we jaunt up to whitehorse for two days at the end of the month and uh and we also have our baby with us too <laughs> so it's like expert level touring and we're beginners <laughs> and is it this weekend that you're in Kelowna? Yes. And then you're on your way to Vancouver. Yeah. Saturday, we perform Kelowna in Kelowna at Dakota's. Um, Sunday, we perform in Vancouver at China Cloud Studios. Uh, and then Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday's my warm-up for CBC's New Wave of Stand-Up. And then on Wednesday, that's our taping. Um, Thursday, we may have a show in Sydney. They're just announced they're doing a Just for Laughs showcase that day in Victoria. So I can't imagine we'll get too many people out at our show. I know, Frankie. I know it's sad, but it's fun. Because the next day we've got off, and that Saturday we perform in Comox. Am I saying that right? Comox? Yep. And then Sunday in Victoria. And then, yeah, that Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday in Whitehorse. Wednesday, Kamloops. Thursday is off. Friday, Medicine Hat. Saturday, Swift Current. Sunday, back home in Saskatoon. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Are you driving up to Whitehorse? No, we're flying. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, you said Victoria and then yellow, Whitehorse. Or Whitehorse. I'm like, how are you going to like, do uh, that? With the baby, we're like, let's not put in insane long driving well, days. Especially in the winter months. Like, we were trying to plan our tour. So from here, we were going to trek our way to Whitehorse uh, and just drive because we wanted to do Tezan Lake and, you know, all those spots and everything else along the way in Fort Nelson and whatnot. Um, but then it was the tricky part of how now how do we get back down from Whitehorse and in time for me to do my taping in time for us to do anything and what if there's like you know a crazy snowfall or something so um yeah we just decided we'll tour out west and then we'll uh, fly up to Whitehorse cool yeah <laughs> busy bees though and it is tricky like we're lucky Frankie is a really good traveler he doesn't fuss too much um like right now he is because he missed his nap. So oh. <laughs> yeah, so he, he wants to get some airtime. He's like, yeah, <laughs> give me. I've mic. only done about three tours, but the first one was like three dates. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, the other one was a little longer: Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that. But it was always Vancouver Island because uh, it was like Portal Burning and Imo, Victoria. Victoria's always been been good to us. Yeah, was that uh, was that through? Uh, got pop or was nope. it independent? Not not tour? through Andrew Roberts. It was uh, we did it ourselves. Um, do you know Dan Quinn? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know Dan Quinn. Um, he's the Snowden comedy tour guy. Yeah. And he started out with Vancouver Island. His, yeah, he was it's, uh, it's, always the booker for hecklers. Right, but that that tour was only like a three or four date uh, tour when it first started. Oh yeah. And. And it just grew into this massive thing where it's all over British Columbia, all over Alberta. I think it's across Canada now. Yeah, it's uh, it's through Saskatchewan for sure. So if you be it past Saskatchewan, then you might as well go all the way to the coast, really, because it's <laughs> that's so kind he, of a dead zone. But he was a, he was a big help, and uh, you know, because he's only a Facebook message away. And I'm like, hey, how do you how do you get sponsors? How do you you know how do you uh, put a tour together? And he was super helpful. He's like. I was like, oh, yeah, the cans don't work. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, like, I remember we did Victoria. We pulled up at our hotel, and it's this really fancy hotel, right? And my buddy Cliff, he's like, Cliff Paul, the late Cliff Paul, he's like, 
how much did this cost? <laughs> right? Because he's freaking out. I was like, it didn't cost anything. It was free. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, how did you? He's like, it took an email. I said, hey, we're doing a show. It's part of this tour. Would you be willing to sponsor a couple rooms for us? We'll give you a shout out from the stage. We'll uh, put your link on our f- event Facebook page. And we didn't put it on the poster, but that's all it took. Oh, and we got awesome. these really awesome hotel rooms for free. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just knowing those kinds of like little ins and outs that can really save you a lot of money on a tour and uh, just make it workable. Just because like, if you have to buy a hotel room everywhere that you stay and that and lunches and like everything just kind of adds up and bites into your bottom yeah. line. So Especially yeah, if you get venue rental and then a hotel fee and then you have food and then gas. Like, you're really just like, I just love doing comedy. (laughs) (laughs) This is a passion. uh, Yeah, then you're just, uh, like, doing it for the love of the game at that (laughs) point. But Yeah. uh, (laughs) And that's That's, that's kind of, like, the learning curve of comedy. And and that's, uh, if you aren't doing it because you love it, uh, then why are you doing it? Like, Canadian comedy, you're not going to get super rich touring. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, and we're pretty lucky, too. Like, we're also treating this as a family vacation. So um, it's one of those, I don't know, very rare times that you can break even on a family vacation, you know? <laughs> so most people, it's, you know, you got to save for it. But we're um, kind of uh, singing for our bread every night. So <laughs> it's lots of fun, though. Yeah, Frankie's been coming along with us at every show so far. Uh, we started off the tour in North Battleford and Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan. Um, and that weekend, we actually uh, didn't have Frankie with us for those shows, um, which is, you know, on one hand, like, way easier. But on the other hand, too, we're like, oh, we miss our little buddy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I miss our roadie, <laughs> uh, our merch guy. <laughs> um, yeah, how did we sell merch? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, but now it's, we've gotten to a really good swing of things. You know, Dylan goes, I go on first, and Dylan's really good at getting Frankie to sleep. So then Frankie's tucked out, and... Um, Dylan finishes the show and it's been a really good system we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I listened to your album this uh, morning. Yeah. I listened to it when it first came out. I <laughs> thought it was great. Um, great job. Thank you so much. I listened to it again. I heard one joke from the album that you told last night. Oh yeah. Which it was, was that? the, uh, my father is a cowboy. Oh, my an Indian, inner conflict. And I'm filled with inner conflict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But all that material from last night was. New. When, when did you start writing it? Okay, so I recorded um, I'll Give You an Indian Act on April 12th, um, uh, just this in 2022. Um, and that was important to me because the Indian Act was enacted on April 12th, 1876. And so I, that's why I recorded in Ottawa on that date because um, I wanted the, to have the layers to it. Um, and after I recorded it, I came home. I was exhausted. I felt like I had you know, squeezed every last ounce of comedy out of my bones. And I told Dylan, I'm taking a break. I'm done with comedy for like at least a month or two. Like I'm done with this. Uh, and then I got a call from Just for Laughs, and they were like, hey, we want you to be um, at our festival in Toronto in September. Can you come up with, you know, a new hour? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course I can. <laughs> so I really yeah, shot my mouth off there. Um, uh, and start, I started scrambling. I grabbed all of my old joke books that I had and started 
kind of um, scavenging for the jokes that I had kind of given up on or didn't think was funny and um, or I just didn't have the skill level to convey what I was trying to get at um, and started piecing together this set and the way that I work with albums and same with like any kind of script writing or what have you is I like to see like if there's a common theme this is what I do at open mics as well um, but I noticed throughout my stories uh, or like my jokes there was a common thread and it was basically like about growing up you know or Having grown, and I'll pause there. Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> Raj? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so I noticed that there was this common thread, and it was, you know, about growing up uh, and, you know, sharing stor- stories of that. Uh, so I decided, okay, I think I can see this one being, you know, kind of, you know, the aged kind of, or coming of age uh, set. Um, and so I called the show Trailer Treasure. Uh, and debuted it in Toronto, and I had two sold-out headlining rooms, uh, so the pressure was there. I actually changed my lineup the night of our first performance. I was very scared, um, but it worked out, so that's a relief, uh, and that, that show ended up being 50 minutes. I ended up doing 50, uh, and then um, same as the second show. That one came in a bit shorter, uh, but I've been tweaking away at it and kind of getting it to where I want it to be. And I'm still kind of adding places or adding stories to it. Because um, one of those things, when we tour to a place, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this or this instance, you know? Or like the one time that I came here in Prince George and the only place that was available or open after our play was done was the strip club. So, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I've been slowly kind of adding more to it and more stories or like if I remember things, I'm like, oh, this should go in too. Um, so yeah, it's all brand new material and I'm working away at it and hopefully I was wanting to record it this fall, but I might try to get it recorded as soon as possible just because then I can be done with it and then I can take a break from comedy. <laughs> wink, wink. Like that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, there was one story you shared. It's part of the, um, we had a little real estate problem. Yeah. The, you used to listen to comedy on your Walkman. Yes. My, <laughs> well, my parents' Walkman. Yeah, I would steal it and um, I would listen to, well, I had my favorite cassette tapes were Will Smith, Welcome to Miami, that one. Um, and, uh, and for comedy, I listened to Bill Cosby and Jeff Foxworthy and I make the joke that, eh, and you know, half those guys are still doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that's who I'd listen to. Um, and they're both, you know, storyteller comics. Um, and so I think that really influenced me whether I knew it or not, but that influenced me when I was first doing stand up, uh, for sure. I always, what, what age was this? Would you, Oh, I was like five or six. Yeah, five or six, and I'd listen to them. And I remember like laughing so hard. Bill Cosby has this bit about the Lone Ranger and Tonto, which, of course, now I know is problematic. But at the time, <laughs> I was like, this is funny. <laughs> like, this guy gets comedy, <laughs> you know? Because I think it was his... He had voices and act-outs and stuff, and I thought that was really funny. And um, Jeff Foxworthy, there was one time when I was 12, uh, my dad and I were cleaning up our house, and Dad put on this cassette and there was one joke he said that like made us both double over. And I remember it. It was something about like the difference, you know, the difference between men and women, you know, like that. And, <laughs> you know, when, 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 you know, men, when they greet each other, it's always the same thing. Hey, Bill, you fat pig. You know, how's it going? How's your day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but women, you know, could you imagine if women were the same way? Like, Peggy, you water-retaining sea cow. I haven't seen you in years. 
And like that joke was like, it's just so specific. And ta- like, I just love, I still love it. Water retaining sea cow <laughs> is the most perfect insult and like greeting. Um, and so I like that is, yeah, that, those are my influences. <laughs> One of the funniest things you said last night was, Flat beak snap cap. Oh, yeah, my, my flat beak. Yeah, <laughs> sa- yeah, flat beak snap back. Yeah, <laughs> that took time to get you know to be able to stay fast. Yeah, and if it's a cool winner, flat uh-huh. beak snap back. <laughs> yeah, like that's a that's a fun. Five part. years old. <laughs> yeah, five years old. I was wow. listening to comedy again. Like it was more because it was like fun storytelling. So I think that's what I glommed onto. Then when I was ten years old, I had appendicitis. And I was holed up in my house for a while, and there was nothing really good on TV, but there was a lot on Comedy Central. And so I'd watch a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyways, and comedy at Club 54, and of course the Comedy, comedy Now um, series. And, and that, really, um, that really lit a fire under my butt for being funny and wanting to be funny and wanting to pursue that. Um, and yeah, it's kind of, kind of started uh, in my head. I'd you know, picture myself doing stand-up, but I didn't get into it until I was 21 is when I first started doing comedy. And I first did an open mic. When I heard about you, there was a story about you and Ryan McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> he was in S- Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yeah. You contacted him. You said, hey, I'm a comedian. <laughs> oh, my God. I like- Can you, yeah, tell Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is just rookie, you know, audacity. Bravado. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can do 30 minutes. Oh my god, <laughs> Brian, it was so, I look back down and I'm like so embarrassed, but uh, it was actually my, my friend Ken Williams, he's a brilliant playwright based in Edmonton now, uh, but he had kind of shot my name, he was looking for, uh, uh, Ryan McMahon was looking for an opener, and so someone, I think it was Kenneth who had suggested my name. And so he reached out to me, and I was like, absolutely, I do comedy, you got it, I'll be there. And so we're in Louis' pub in Saskatoon, uh, waiting to go on, and just having a meet and greet, you know, and um, he uh, asks me, you know, okay, yeah, so how long have you been doing comedy for? And I was like, oh, you know, like two or three weeks, you know? <laughs> you, could, you could feel his heart stop a little, you know, and like the cogs in his brain moving, like, oh, shit, oh, sh- shoot, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, you know, like... <laughs> How do I get her out? <laughs> like, how do I fix this? Uh, but he played calm, you know. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, right. On. Good for you, <laughs> you know. And so before um, I went on, he actually brought me up and was, you know, very courteous and gave me a good opening. Sometimes, you know, he said, I, when I go into new communities, I like to uh, give the locals a chance. You know, maybe they don't have time to do open mics or they don't have chances to. So you know, I, I'll give them a chance. And they they might be good or not, you know, but we'll give them a lot of love for trying. And I was like, cool, thanks, man. (laughs) But I'm really happy. Yeah. From the stage. Yeah, it was. But I'm really grateful for it because, yeah, like I was, you know, I don't even, I'm happy that I did not record my first like eight sets um, because they were probably, not probably, definitely bad. (laughs) So, yeah, I I did, um, I think, like a really really loose 10 to 15 uh, and then Ryan got on um, and you know he, he's a fun storyteller comic too so yeah that was one of the that was my <laughs> biggest gig uh, three weeks in <laughs> I'm opening for a big league here <laughs> <So>. <laughs> at that time what, what year was this that would have been 2000 2014 I think yeah, 2014. That would have been... So I'd done comedy maybe three or four times that year and then kind of went on the back burner 
And then 2015 is when I really started giving it. Um, I was doing a kids tour. So I was doing kids shows in the day and trying to do comedy at night. Uh, and I ended up being, I was in Kelowna for like three weeks and they have a, a really great scene there. And so uh, I oh, became, yes, they do. yeah, so I became friends with David Kopp, who, who's an ex- excellent booker in Kelowna um, and all the like bunch of comedy boys out there, Andrew Crone. Um, and uh, it's just Josh Ashton, like all, yeah, it was, it was lots of fun. So that was really, I think, a kick in the butt for me to be like, you know what, I, I should start pursuing this. And David was really um, sweet about it, too, and, and really nudged me into pursuing it um, as a career. So, yeah. What, what, is the, what was the scene like back then in Saskatoon? When I started. Was there, there a scene? There wasn't really a scene <laughs> when I yeah. started. Like, there was maybe one room, but it was just there uh, there wasn't much of a scene um and so when dylan and dylan moved back from vancouver and him and his twin brother i think uh, i want to say single-handedly but there's two of them uh, <laughs> they they yeah, yeah the two-handing job of they breathe uh breathed new life into the saskatoon stand-up scene and now we have many open mics many shows i think we have about 18 to 20 active comedians and a number of indigenous comedians yeah i don't i don't know if it's actually true i i tell people though that uh, we have the highest per capita indigenous comedy probably, <laughs> comedians probably. And, and that could just be you know whatever but i think genuinely we do we have a lot like we could have our own indigenous showcase and and still have you know need more time <laughs> Can you can you name them? Yeah, there's the, uh, uh, myself. I'm Dene from English River. Uh, there's Danny Knight. Uh, he's Cree. Um, we got Sean Cuthan, who's Cree Mohawk. Uh, Derek Yee, who's Cree Métis, I believe. Um, Afrin Sarka, who's Cree. Uh, Shiana Sap, who's Cree. And um, Danny Albert, who's Métis. Andrea. Yeah, Andrea. Andrea. Yeah, who's Dene Dene Cree. Full name. Um. Yes. Uh, well, we've got. Okay, just wait, pause. Is Ryan this. Moccasin a comedian? Oh, yeah. Ryan Moccasin, who's Cree, I believe. Cree Ojibwe. It's so. Ojibwe. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm just. I'm Dene, and I'm like, ah, oh, they all look the same. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not Dene, that's all. Yeah. It makes me want to move there. Honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to hype people up and tell them to move to Saskatoon anyways because we've got. It's cheap to live there, uh, it's really affordable to live there. Um, it's in the middle of everything, so you know you're not flying a billion hours one way or the other. Um, and you know, for auditions, if you're an actor, everyone's doing self tapes anyways these days. And as for our comedy scene, like it's it's really blossoming. We've had yeah, um, we've got Just for Laughs showcasing us. Um, we work together as a community to tape us and all submit for the Winnipeg Comedy Festivals um, and and whatever festivals in between. And uh, yeah, like we just we've we've worked really hard to. To build it up, and it's been it's been really exciting. So come on in, you know, water's <laughs> warm. <laughs> because I am not currently working. I received a grant to produce a documentary, and once I shoot the documentary, it's going to be shot here. Sweet. It's about the BIPOC comedians of Prince George. There's like four of us, five of us, and once I it's do the interviews and then do the sh- we're going to do a show for the community. Once that is done, I can edit it. Wherever, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm come on in. About it. Yeah, check it out for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Was that just like a Canada Council grant? 
Tell us story hive. Te- oh yeah, yeah. You guys are lucky. You guys got that tell us. We had we don't have that. Yeah, it's in Saskatchewan. British Columbia and Alberta. Yeah. Why we why why is it in Saskatchewan in that? We gotta I'm gonna write a letter. Discrimination. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? They're just like, well, we don't that's too hillbilly. <laughs> We're gonna have to continue this in the next episode. Um This has been the Comedian Stable here on ninety three point one CFIS FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. Tonight my guests were Dakota Ray Hebert and Dylan Jay. And Francis Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening and listen on Spotify.